0: Hey, this is Kevin. Before we start the show, I want to make sure you are aware that at 10 a.m. on Friday, April the 2nd, I will be hosting an international live broadcast. I hope you will join me and friends around the world for this powerful message entitled God's Gift of Opportunity. You can join me on Zoom facebook live or youtube for this powerful message regardless of your time zone look for it at 10 a.m eastern standard time on friday april the 2nd
1: i'll see you there get ready to celebrate god's call to go here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary and all of us welcome to missions change my life Now, here's your host,
0: Pastor Kevin. Good morning. It's Pastor Kevin. You're listening to Missions Change My Life. Justin is co hosting today. It is March the 23rd, 2021. You're still in the U.S., bro. Yeah, I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, we're glad to have you co-host. And you have one of your former co-workers, now board members, on the line today with us. Nolan is here. Nolan,
1: how are you, sir? What's up, party people? (laughs) (laughs) I'm fired up to be here today. You
0: know that's a good board member. Nolan, actually, uh, it just warms my heart to have someone who has been a co-worker, been on the staff of Global Hope India, and is now serving on the board, Nolan. And thank you so much for all you and Rachel do for India and Global Hope India. We love you guys. Welcome today.
1: Thank you, Kevin. And thank you, Justin. And we love y'all. We love Global Hope India. We love the ministry that's being done in India. So we're thankful to be a part of it.
0: Only one question. Why did it take you so long to be on the show?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was never asked. That's not true. (laughs) I was never invited. Let's let's
0: check your text, bro, and your email. (laughs) Justin, is that true? You never asked him?
2: I think this is the first time. (laughs) No, that's Justin. (laughs) Justin. The truth hurts.
0: Courtney has (laughs) asked, I've asked, you've been asked many times. But, uh, you know, all good things come in their own timing, so we're grateful for that. Justin, you're co-hosting. Take it away, bro. Before we dive into our Mission Changed My Life, we wanted to know your
2: story about, like, you just got married. It's been how many years? And tell us about your family.
1: Yeah, so it's been about a year and eight months since I married my beautiful wife, Rachel, who y'all know very well. She actually went to India a year before we got married with me. So that was a really special trip, which we'll talk more about during the podcast, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm just living my best life right now. So blessed and thankful for our marriage and for what God is doing in our life.
2: So what are you doing right now?
1: So right now, I'm taking life one day at a time. I'm working at a -A Mm Chick-fil-A off Capitol Boulevard, and Mm -hmm. I'm helping manage that store Mm -hmm. while pursuing a career with Mm Chick-fil-A. I think I shared this with y'all, obviously, but... My goal is really to own my own business and use that in a way to impact the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm pursuing that with Mm Chick-fil-A.
2: Wow, that's very exciting. Someday Chick-fil-A, there will be in India Chick-fil-A too.
1: (laughs) There you go. And (laughs) maybe I'll be lucky enough to have it. That'd be amazing.
2: (laughs) Yep, I can't wait that. So when did you go to Mission Trip and how many times you've
1: been to? So I've been twice. So my first trip, I want to say it was in... 2017 mm-hmm. and that was actually to the eastern rural area of India Orissa mm-hmm. so that had a huge impact on my life because at the time I was actually working the corporate world at Cisco Systems really enjoying it and they offered all their employees mm. five volunteer days five paid volunteer days and I was like mm-hmm. well I'm going to use that to go on a mission trip. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh And so they didn't pay for the mission trip, but they did pay me while I was there. So I was really thankful for that. And, Mm. you know, that was a time when God really moved deeply in my heart and really just grew my faith. So I had been on mission trips before, went to Kenya when I was in college and I loved it. But going to India, I think, was the first time where I was in a country where Christianity really wasn't necessarily received. Mm -hmm. The first time I had seen and been around people who were persecuted for their faith Mm, and so being in Arissa and being able to hear the stories of the pastors and the people in ministry there really challenged me in my own faith because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was living a pretty comfortable Christian lifestyle Mm -hmm. and I felt like the Lord was calling me for more Mm -hmm. and at the same time while we were there you know we got to see the impact that global hope india was having and new life ministries was having and the children that were being impacted and raised to know jesus and so i really got this vision of the next generation of india rising up and and knowing the lord and how that could transform that whole country and so being there you know god pressed in my heart a lot of what he had in store for India, but in reality, what he had in store for me and how he wanted to um, really just grow me in my faith and and grow me in my relationship with him. So I think... You know i had a ton of fun when i was there we played a lot of volleyball uh-huh. which was awesome i got mm. to go you know with a great team in coming back i just was hungry for the lord mm. you know i saw the spirit at work there i saw people who were filled with the holy spirit and i desired more in my own faith i desired mm. to be filled with the holy spirit and so I just remember coming back from that trip in 2017 seeking the Lord wholeheartedly being hungry and thirsty for right. him and for righteousness and, mm-hmm. and and really him kind of challenging me in in just different areas of my life where maybe I wasn't fully focused on him mm. or fully following him and and just really you know challenging me in in obedience challenging me to seek him and through mm. that whole process as I was praying and following the Lord, Mm. this opportunity came about with Global Hope (laughs) India, where uh, one of my good friends, Randall, who was on the trip with me, he sent me an email and said, hey, man, I don't know if you knew this. The organization we went to India with is hiring um, Mm -hmm. for their director of operations. And at Mm -hmm. the time, I was an operations manager at Cisco. Mm -hmm. And so You know, I I just prayed about it and I was like, wow, Lord, this seems kind of out of the blue, but I also don't believe in coincidences, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know the Lord works all things together for the good of those who love Him Mm -hmm. and for His glory. And so as I prayed about it more, I recognized that I was in a season of my life where I wasn't married. God had blessed me financially, Mm -hmm. and really I could kind of take a risk of faith. Mm-hmm. And step out and just trust him, even in my in my work and, mm-hmm. you know, in my finances and, and all of that. Yeah. And so the more I prayed about it, the more I felt confident that this was the time where the Lord was asking me to trust mm-hmm. him and and grow in my faith. I moved forward and yeah. you know, interviewed and went through that whole process. Started working with GHI in May of <laughs> of twenty seventeen. So mm-hmm. I think maybe three or four months after my trip. After so, your trip. Yeah, that was yeah. really a cool mm-hmm. time.
2: Yeah, it was such a great, huge step that you took out. Like, you know, you left your company, the Cisco, that paying a lot of money. And then you just took a step and and you started working for non-profit, like for Global Hub India. That was amazing. So that was in 20, 2017, your mission trip in Orissa That was 2017. So the next trip was in Mumbai. So where was it?
1: Okay, cool. So yeah, now fast forward a little bit, started working with Global Hope India, obviously got to know you really well, got to know Kevin. Really, that was a a time in my life where God blessed me a ton and really blessed me in my relationship with him, really grew so much in my faith and grew so much in just what I believe, you know, God was doing. And during that time, I, I met my now wife, Rachel, Right. and we started dating and it was so fun. <laughs> and, you know, just... Just being in that relationship and honoring the Lord and, and really desiring to marry that girl. But mm-hmm. going through that whole process, when working for GHI during that year, there was a lot of things that we were doing and a lot of it was... In, in terms of bringing people to India. Right. You know, as I was helping people get over to India, whether it be with their visa or Mm -hmm. helping them get their fundraising page set up or, you know, going through the trip logistics with you and the partners in India, figuring out the the airlines and the tickets all of that was stirring in my desire to go back to India Uh especially too as I would meet with the teams as they came back and hear their personal stories and their testimonies and and pray with them and encourage them and challenge them now to you know live that out here in the US I was like all right, Lord I want to go back I want to be a part of this again and and really see you at work in India again Mm -hmm. and encourage our pastors in India again and Mm -hmm. so through that time, you know, I just really started praying while working at Global Hope India. I was also learning how to personally fundraise. Mm-hmm. And and through that process, I believe that God was not just calling me to ask people to support me financially and support Global Hope India financially. Mm-hmm. But I, I really had this desire that God might call people who were supporting us to right. go and experience India right. for themselves. Yeah. Right. Because what can change you more than just going mm-hmm. and being a part of the ministry in India? All of a
2: sudden, unexpectedly, God started blessing our family. We just kept building. God multiplies. It's
1: a miracle that God provided us many times when we needed it the most. What's your generosity story? Check out some heartwarming stories at generosityofgod.com and share your story. You'll find amazing stories. He said, hey, this is for you, and asked me to take what uh, was in his hands. It was Exactly, 10,000 rupees. I was so overwhelmed and uh, shocked by God's goodness. As she did that, Paige went on out to her vehicle, loaded it in the trunk of her car, and she said, Okay, hey God, what now?
3: Miraculous stories by ordinary people just like you. Go to generosityofgod.com
1: and share your story today.
0: How do you swallow an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. Hi, I'm Kevin White, and I'm inviting you to subscribe to Generously Blessed, my free one-minute motivation series. In Romans 12, verse two, God says we are transformed as we change our minds. When you subscribe to Generously Blessed, I will send you a personal email Monday through Friday and coach you day by day into a life generously blessed by God. Go to kevinwhite.us and subscribe now. It will be one minute a day you'll not regret. I guarantee it.
3: Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your friends and family for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with Audacious Generosity. Get your copy today.
1: One blessing that came out of this was that God had put specific people on my heart who were supporting me already or supporting Global Hope India already, but maybe had never been to India. Mm. And so I just really started praying and believing Mm -hmm. that God was going to call some of them to go to India with me. Mm. And so leading up to that time, you know, I probably asked hundreds of people and announced it at different worship nights and in ministry gatherings that I was a part of, but just really believing in faith that God was going to bring together the team in Mumbai that he wanted. Long story short, our goal was that we wanted to do a medical mission trip and serve some of the people who were struggling the most in Mumbai. And so for us, that was in the red light district in some Mm -hmm. of the rural areas outside of Mumbai, partnering with Pastor Minaj in that. When we um, just prayed about it more, we realized, okay, we probably need some people who have some medical experience Mm -hmm. because I didn't have any medical experience. Uh, A lot of my (laughs) friends didn't, but a good friend and mentor of mine and Bible study leader, Tom Darrell, I knew he was a doctor. And so I prayed that he would come. I had a lot of meetings with him. and, And finally, we got him on board and a guy that he was discipling, Alex, who was one of my friends. And then when we had the trip, on the global hope india website next thing you know people who who i didn't even know were signing up for the trip Mm -hmm. And we had, I remember a a girl from Texas Texas. (laughs) who signed up. Her name was Rebecca. And she Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I saw this trip and I'm a nurse and I want to be a part of it. And Mm -hmm. I just was blown away that God was starting to answer some of those prayers that I prayed that he was really forming the team that he wanted, whether or not I knew the people or not. Mm -hmm. And so next thing you know, I challenged her to invite some of her friends Mm -hmm. and she got two of her friends, uh, (laughs) Toa and Leandria on board. And then Mm -hmm you know more people from Raleigh started signing up and it was just so cool to see that process take place of God calling all these different people whether i knew them or not mm-hmm. to be a part of the ministry right and so that had a huge impact on my life too not only going to india but leading that trip and leading a team for one of the first times mm-hmm challenging them to have a great expectancy that God was going to move mm. and that, you know, the God of the Bible who we worshipped is the same God today. Right. And so the God that I read about in the book of Acts, mm. who's doing all these powerful work, God was using his followers to heal people and to bring people to salvation, to pray mm. And fill them with the Holy Spirit. We we were praying and believing. Okay, when we go to India, we're going to see that right. take place. And mm-hmm. so, I remember Tom, who had been on many mission trips, also encouraged me. He's like, "Noah, I think we should try to challenge the team to do a month of prayer and fasting." Mm. And so that didn't mean every single person was praying and fasting. Well, we were all praying, but not every person was fasting for Mm -hmm. a whole month. But instead, Mm -hmm. we would all kind of take turns and sign up for one day. Wow! And it was cool because at that point, we could all encourage that the person who had signed up for that day as they were fasting and Mm -hmm. really let them know we were praying for them and call them and encourage them. Mm -hmm. And it really brought the team together and united us in this in you know through the Holy Spirit, but in this belief and in faith that God was going to move, and that as we were honoring Him through this prayer and fasting, you know, we wouldn't believe what He would do. Right. And so God provided for all of us financially. He Mm -hmm. allowed all of us to raise the money we needed to, and even actually raise more than what the trip was, so that we could do a water project in India. So Mm -hmm. that was really cool in Mumbai. Eventually, God brings us to Mumbai. I want to say it was in June...
2: It was. I think, yeah, it was. In yeah, June. I think it was in
1: yeah. June of 2019. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, it was awesome. So I remember like the first day we get there, the team super jet lagged. Everyone's <laughs> really tired and just a, a short meeting together. And then we go to sleep. We wake up the next morning, have a great breakfast. And then we start going out and evangelizing. And that was really cool. <laughs> I remember me and Tom and Ben, we went to like this little mini house church and it was awesome. Mm. And it just again, it encouraged me me because God is the same no matter where you are, whether you're in a tiny house church with five people or where you're in a mega church with 100,000 people. Mm -hmm. He's the same God, and Mm -hmm. He's honored and worshiped, whether you're meeting with a couple or or thousands. And so that really, again, moved in my heart and just encouraged me for the whole trip that God Mm -hmm. had great things in store for us. And so then the next morning, we met in the in the red light district, we were actually doing a little VBS, kind of playing some games with some of the kids that had, you know, whether it be parents or whoever that were workers in the red light district and we were playing with those kids. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were playing a game of Simon Says, uh-huh. And I, I, told the kids to jump, not realizing <laughs> that as I was jumping, right above me was a metal fan. I know. I and remember I that. Stuck my arm up, and it <laughs> chopped right into my arm. So thank God it wasn't as serious as it sounds. But I did have to get a few stitches. But right. again, We were on a medical mission trip, <laughs> and so
2: <laughs> I know the doctor Tom would take care
1: of your stitching. Exactly. That was funny. <laughs> so Doctor Tom stitched me up right then and there. <laughs> <Thomas>. <laughs> what you would never just believe right yeah I, you know i was telling the team like we have no idea what god's going to do and some of that is even in challenges right, right. and so mm-hmm. that was already a challenge for me it was almost like god was breaking me of myself in that mm. moment and, and just telling me like hey more of you know more of him less of me and some of that was humbling and physically challenging because i also got sick mm. physically sick that day and then the next day right. going through all that you know, as I was really struggling, I just, it forced me to rely more on the Lord. And Mm -hmm. as I was trying to lead the team and physically struggling Mm. again, I was just like, okay, God, you got to do this because I physically can't do this. Ah. I cannot do this. And I think that Mm -hmm. was the dependency and hunger on him Mm. that he was really longing for out of me. What I think was amazing is as we went back to the red light district and we went to some of the more rural areas, we set up these medical clinics, we were able to treat people and we were able to see people get the care that they medically needed. And whether that be the medicine they needed or, you know, whether it be specific treatment. Mm -hmm. But I think on top of that, we were also able to pray for almost every single person who came through Mm -hmm. those clinics. And many of them had never heard of the name of Jesus. Mm. They had no idea who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. Many of them prayed and received Jesus for salvation. But then on top of that, like I said, we had this expectancy that God wanted to move. And there were a few times when... There, we didn't have any treatment. There was mm. no way that we could offer them the medical care they needed. Right. And we just we just got right. on our knees and prayed mm-hmm. and believed, and we saw people get healed. Mm. And I'm not saying it had anything to do with me or any anyone on that trip who was these powerful people, but it was because of God's power, yeah. and God did that, and God deserves all the glory, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, for me, that really transformed this belief in faith that okay i know this is a god of bible i know this is what he did in the past dude mm-hmm. this is a god of here and now and this is a god who moves in my life and moves in the here and now and heals and delivers and saves and sets free mm-hmm. and so again it just increased my faith even more i love
2: your story it's just such a great and i remember your team and like i think I how many members i can not remember the team but it was every one of them so strong like you know and the whole day working with the kids and medical team and everything and then they come back at night and then started like sharing that, you know, every day you started sharing the person, like the story and pray over the persons and like to cry it out and then such a great presence of God. I noticed that it was like, wow, this team is really strong. And it was just a, it, just a miracle. And I remember how you guys, you, earlier you mentioned about the working with Red Light District children and then how it happened your hands and stuff the place was so like you know environment and all the places very it's not a good place to hang out with and serve and it's mm. and the weather was hot and but you you all did a great job and out there and and then walking around with every person's of and the people uh, in red light district and you start praying over them and and sharing the story and it just is a cool story right uh, thank you man oh yeah, yeah.
1: And I think one thing that you just brought to my mind, too, you know, on that trip, we had some people who were serious worshipers and Mm -hmm. just worshiped the Lord. And that was one thing that blew my mind, because like you said, we had some pretty Amazing days of ministry, and we, you know, worked really hard, and it was hot and it was dirty. But then the team would come back at night, and rather than just wanting to go bet go to bed, or kind of have their own time, they were like, "Okay, we're gonna have a worship <laughs> night." Know, right? <laughs> and it was like, you know, the ministry unto the Lord never stopped, whether we were ministering unto His people or ministering unto Him. And that really blew my mind too, mm-hmm. just to see the team's faith and just devotion and love for the Lord mm-hmm. that they didn't want to just go to bed, that they didn't want to just, yeah. you know, kind of have some time to wind down or whatever but they were like no mm-hmm. we're going to worship yep. <laughs> and i mean again i think god really honored that and that's that's part of the reason why we saw him work so mm-hmm. mightily in ways we had never seen before mm-hmm. what
2: is your funniest moment when you were in india
1: well i think the funniest <laughs> moment was when i was playing simon so <laughs> <laughs> i jumped up and had no idea there was a metal fan above me and it chopped into my arm and i mean i still have the scar you can see uh, it yeah you can see, I mean, <laughs> it got me really good but honestly again it's just a reminder that mm. you know the lord will provide and there was a doctor on that trip who i knew and loved and trusted and he was able to stitch me up literally right in that moment so yeah i, I don't know it was maybe not funny in the moment but now i can definitely laugh about it and think about <laughs> how ridiculous it was
2: <laughs> the place that where they worship it's very tiny oh yeah <laughs> it was very tiny and then the, the, like you know the roof was short and yeah totally
1: understand uh, so what, what was your biggest adjustment? So biggest adjustment coming home? Right. Hmm. I think just the biggest adjustment coming home was knowing that the God that we were serving in India was the same God here. And so, you know, it's I think people will say you you go on a ministry high when hmm. you're on a mission trip. But I think the truth is we don't have to lose that. Now our circumstances might be different. We might be in our everyday life and we might um you know have to work mm-hmm. a 9 to 5 or even more hours or you know have to deal with our just the daily challenges of life, but I I don't think God needs to necessarily change. Mm. And so what that the biggest adjustment to me was still was to come back and still long to be hungry for the Lord. And mm-hmm. I mean, I struggled with that a little bit cause I was like, man, like I saw God do all these amazing things. Like why right. am I not seeing yeah. it right now in the here and now? Right. But the truth is God still wants to do all that. Sometimes you see and sometimes you don't. I think it just challenged me through some of those struggles when we first came back to just press into him more and really seek out, you know, the you know, seek out the Holy Spirit even more, and seek out the gifts of the Spirit that are talked about in the Bible, mm. and and desire those because mm-hmm. it says to fervently desire the gifts of the Spirit, right? And right. so if it says it in the Bible, then I should be desiring that. Right. And so I think that's kind of where coming back it was an adjustment, and it just was a place where the Lord kind of showed me that He still had many great things in store Mm -hmm. in the here and now in raleigh north carolina right but a lot of it just has to do with us taking the time to seek him out us taking the time to worship him and in us believing in faith and expectancy that he wanted to move Mm -hmm. how you describe one and your mission trip in one word fire like the fire of god was a part of it but in other ways i would just say faith Mm -hmm. there was a there was a group of us who i mean our whole group just had such a faith and expectancy of god to move and That's Mm -hmm. what I would say. And it wasn't just our group. It was the pastors in India. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. the the ministry workers and the girls who maybe were older than the children, but were still helping take care of the children. It was every single person, the translators, everyone who was a part, you and Kevin, everyone who just had this strong faith, like, okay, God is here and he's working.
2: Yeah, I love that, the faith. Yeah, the, the whole thing, your story, the whole thing. You come back from the mission trip and start working. You left your job and start working for the Global Hub. And it's it's a fate. Like you, you took a step of fate, and then that's how everything, it's turned out. And I love that. Before we end the show, how you encourage someone that who's never been to India for the mission trip? I know it's 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 a hard time to go back to India right now, but once it open up, or if you can go, how you will encourage them?
1: I think that's a great question. And... For me, I mean, when I read in the Bible, I see a God who wants to move and the God of the harvest. And so, He, you know, what, he, what does Jesus say? Mm-hmm. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he'll send workers. And so I would first challenge anyone who's thinking about missions or anyone who's, you know, interested in other countries and knows the Lord pr- to pray to the Lord of the harvest and ask him to send the workers. Because what you'll realize is you end up becoming mm-hmm. the answer to your prayers. But then on top of that, I would also say that in Ephesians 3.20, it says to him who is able to do immeasurably, exceedingly, abundantly more than all you ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I would say, believe that. Believe that's a God and believe that when you are praying to him, he wants to do abundantly, exceedingly, immeasurably more than even what you can ask or imagine. And believe that he will provide for you on that mission trip. He'll keep you safe, mm-hmm. and he will blow your mind because he wants more of you than you'll ever understand.
2: Wow! Thank you so much for sharing the, your story, your mission trip to India, and all that.
0: Well done, no learn. Thank you, guys. I wouldn't this expect was so anything, fun. anything less from you. And it brought back so many fine memories. Talk about a spirit-filled team that really passionately pursued God and didn't go to put a notch in their mission belt of something that they would have done for God, but they, they really longed to go and have a week of worship. God used that. Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, I'm not sure of any other team that experienced so many miracles, scoliosis being healed Praise on the God. spot Praise God. vision being restored Praise on God. the
1: spot yeah blind people is getting their yeah. sight back yeah. yeah so
0: i Come encourage on. everyone in the audience so if you have not gone back and listened to josh's episode rebecca's episode alex's episode scout's episode and Ben's episode. Those are at least five of the team members that we've already had on the show. It goes in great company with Nolan's episode. Nolan, would you do us a blessing? You said the word fire. Several people have said faith before, and we prayed over faith, but I don't know of anyone that said fire yet. And I know exactly what you mean, but I want you just to pray that over Mm -hmm. our audience that they would experience fire of god because that will grow their faith so in in essence indirectly you're
1: praying for faith too amen. will you lead us in prayer amen thank you guys mm. god we just praise you you were the same god yesterday and today and you will be the same god tomorrow and lord you are a god of power you are a god of miracles and you are a god who comes with fire lord just as a prophet elijah challenged the prophets of baal god to see whose offering would be burnt god you came with fire and devoured the offering that he prepared before you and i believe the same is true for us god as we offer our lives to you as an offering lord to be used by you i believe you will consume us god and your fire will come lord not just for ourselves but for the desperate world around us that so desperately needs you that needs a touch from god that needs healing that needs deliverance that needs to be set free and experience the abundant life that you have for us a life of joy and love and peace so god i thank you for your fire i thank you god that you want to move and lord that you are just waiting and searching for people Who will just offer themselves to you so that you can consume us with your consuming fire god we love you and we praise in your name i pray amen amen
0: Amen. let everyone in the audience shout amen together nolan thank you justin good job
2: Uh,
0: thank you this will probably go down in the history books of one of the most popular episodes of 2021 amen let's get some lunch (laughs) god bless god bless
1: This episode is complete, so head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the Great Commission, and we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life.